Hi, this is your host, Caroline Yoder, and welcome to A Virtual View, where we discuss healthcare, telehealth, and everything in between. Today, I'm interviewing Cam Hilt, who is the new program director of the UMTRC, and he's also the program director of the Crossroads Partnership for Telehealth. So, Cam, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Caroline. I'm happy to be on. I love listening to podcasts, and so it feels almost like a little bit of a dream to do one myself. So I'm very excited to be a part of it and to see where this goes over the next several years. So would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you live? Yeah, absolutely. I'm born and raised here in Indiana. I am from Evansville, Indiana. So I lived 20 minutes away from the bridge between Indiana and Kentucky, but I have moved and live in Indianapolis, and I've been here for, I believe, around six years. I ended up moving to Indianapolis after graduating uh, from college, and I worked for about two and a half years with a, a different nonprofit that was not healthcare related at IU Bloomington for about two and a half years before deciding that I wanted to come back and get my master's degree in public. And so since then, I've been working in kind of a variety of different healthcare positions before I ended up making my journey over to the Indiana Rural Health Association. So what brought you to the Indiana Rural Health Association? Yeah, so before working here, I worked as a population health consultant, and so I worked with different uh, self-insured employer health plans, and I would get their data from a variety of different sources, so whether that be claims data, that would be pharmacy data, and we would integrate all that data, and we would ultimately advise how we could help make these employer health plans reduce costs while also improving the health of their employees. And so I spent about two and a half years as a consultant there and loved loved being able to make data ultimately actionable and usable and to see results that come from it. But I felt like I was really missing being a part of working directly with individuals. So as a consultant, it was very high level. I was working with leaders of those companies, as well as health plans like Anthem and United Healthcare. But I was very disconnected from any of the patients that my work was impacting. And so my big motivation of wanting to move to the Indiana Rural Health Association was I wanted to be more closely connected to the work that's ultimately impacting patients' lives. And so being able to come to IRHA and being involved with a variety of the different programs here. I felt like I've been so much closer. Even though I'm not directly working with patients, it's still a step closer than what I was in my past role. And so that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to come to the Indiana Rural Health Association and why I've enjoyed it so much since I've been here. Yeah, I find that it is very exciting to work here. And depending on which program you're in, you get to interact much more closely with individuals and patients. And like you said, just be that one step closer to the people that you're impacting. What are some of the different programs that you have worked with in the IRHA? Yeah, so when I first started, I actually was working on the Upper Midwest Telehealth Resource Center with Becky. And so I served as a coordinator as well as the evaluator for the program. And so I was able to benefit from a lot of the mentorship and the learning that I received from Becky. And so I worked 
with the Upper Midwest Telehealth Resource Center. I've also worked with our community paramedicine program, specifically with coming up with a way that we could collect data from community paramedics in order to build an evidence base for the program. Really what we were looking to do is be able to get reimbursement for these paramedics that are doing this awesome work with mothers who are high risk and to be able to quantify the impact that they're having with the mothers that they're working. Additionally, I was offered the opportunity to serve as the program director for the Crossroads Partnership for Telehealth, which really is focused on, it, it focuses in two areas. So one on telebehavioral health, the other is on telestroke and teleneurology. And so since then, I've been able to work with Crossroads until, let me backtrack, actually. So I've had the opportunity to work with the Crossroads Partnership for Telehealth. And when this opportunity came available to work with the Upper Midwest Telehealth Resource Center again, I was very happy to be considered and offered the position. The IRHA, you know, is like an umbrella with a bunch of different grants in it. And so we have both the UMTRC and Crossroads. What would you see like the main differences or what distinguishes those two programs from each other since they both are dealing with telehealth? Yeah, that's a great question. So Crossroads is really focused on working with individual healthcare providers. In this case, we're working with nine different rural hospitals across the state in Indiana to help them directly implement a new service line. For some of our partners, the service line may have existed, but we are using existing grant funds to help sustain those services. So Crossroads is really focused on how do we bring these new telehealth services to areas that have low access to behavioral health and to teleneurology services. We offer a stipend for any partner who chooses to participate. We offer technical assistance. However, that's very specific to helping them implement that one service line within their own organization, as well as we collect data and will evaluate that data. So that data is received directly from their electronic medical records. And that is something that is crossroads data that we use to basically support the evidence base for telehealth as well as evaluate the effectiveness of that program. Whereas with the UMTRC, we're focused in many different areas. We're not just focused on the telebehavioral health or the telestroke, and we're offering that technical assistance for literally any question that any person may have related to telehealth to help give them an answer so that they can either implement a program, evaluate a program, they want to learn how to bill, they want to learn how to learn about different licensure requirements in their state. So the Crossroads program is very focused and is very much focused on creating that service, whereas the UMTRC is much broader and covers a much broader set of broader swath of topics in order to help equip multiple states with the ability to create and implement telehealth programs. Yeah. So kind of as we like we described the MTRC as like a digital library at Crossroads it seems much more like you're walking alongside of these people and you're directly specifically helping them kind of implement their programs. 
Absolutely. So, yeah, so with, with Crossroads, we definitely get the luxury of being very focused. Whereas the UMTRC, we're really focused on how can we have expertise in all of these different areas of telehealth. And it's not always just related to solely telehealth, but virtual care in general. So we look at things like remote patient monitoring and how does artificial intelligence relate to virtual care and some of these other topics that Crossroads really, since it is so focused, isn't really diving into. So at least right now, your role at the IRHA is very heavily telehealth based. What experience did you have with telehealth prior to the UMTRC or just working with IRHA in general? Yeah, so from a personal experience, the first time I remember ever having a telehealth visit was at the time I was working an hourly job and I went into work feeling, and I know this is bad, I went into work feeling sick, but I didn't want to take a PTO day, but I knew that our company offered, that we were covered through Anthem, and so we had Anthem Healthline, and I might be saying the name wrong, but I was able to call directly there in order to receive a visit, and I know especially for anyone who may be hourly or maybe who works a job where you don't have a whole lot of flexibility to where you can just easily take time off to go see a doctor, that that was really huge for me. So I always suffered from different sinus infections and things like that. But when I was working at that job, I was able to meet with a provider virtually and I was able to get the medication that I needed to, you know, get better and move forward. But in order for me to have done that otherwise, I would have had to take a full PTO day just to go see a doctor that day. So my first interaction with telehealth was very positive and it was very real to me of the benefit that this could have for different people. And I got to see that more whenever I went to work as a population health consultant. And some of the employers I worked with were manufacturing companies, which tended to be very rigid in the way that there's the structure for their employees is laid out. We did a survey with an organization basically asking if they felt like their management would allow them to take time without having to take time off to go see a doctor. And it was always shocking. We did multiple of those surveys to see that a lot of them gave feedback that they didn't have that support. And so being able to connect them to virtual services like telehealth, even if they had only a 30-minute lunch break, at least they could go see a physician without having to sacrifice their paid time off to where they could then use that to spend more time with their family, spend more time off if they're physically sick and cannot go into work. And so it became very tangible of how useful telehealth could be from an access standpoint for people from a variety of different backgrounds. And really, we got a chance to educate employers that not only did it help with access, but also telehealth was a fantastic way that you could reduce uh, emergency department utilization for your employees. So now, if all of a sudden they have 
this access to telehealth services and they were going to the emergency department for ear infections or sinus infections. They were going for urinary tract infections, things that didn't require the care of an emergency department, but perhaps that was the only care available to them at that time. Now they have access to these telehealth services that spread into different hours that aren't just limited to the typical workday where you would have to go and seek care. I mean, we got to see a lot of positive results from these employer health plans that now were funneling their employees to telehealth services rather than them spending time in an emergency department. And so that was one huge pro that we got to see in my work prior to the Indiana Rural Health Association, as well as in my own personal life. Taking off for, you know, two hours, but having to sacrifice a whole day of pay is a big deal. And so telehealth can really help alleviate that issue. Yeah, absolutely. And especially for any individuals to where losing a day of pay can be a reason why they can't put food on the table that day. And so it's really, really vital and important for those individuals to be able to have that access to care without having to sacrifice their pay or their career. So it sounds like you had quite a bit of experience with telehealth before you came to the IRHA. Do you feel like your opinion has changed or how do you feel like your knowledge of it has changed? Yeah, I feel since coming to the Indiana Rural Health Association, it's definitely been, you know, a headfirst dive into telehealth since I've joined the organization. I'm glad that I had those experiences before coming in to serve as a basis for me, but Definitely working with the UMTRC and working with Crossroads has given me a different perspective as well as seeing a different side of telehealth that I wasn't seeing in my prior employment. So I feel like I have learned so much in such a short period of time because I kind of had to just put my boots on the ground as soon as I got here. And so that's a fantastic way to learn. It's the best way to learn is through experience and just being able to kind of dive in. But it's definitely been seeing telehealth in a whole new way and kind of opening my horizons to some of these different virtual care options that are now available and that we will continue to see available in the future. With the UMTRC, what are you kind of seeing in the future or what are you hoping to accomplish in the future as the new program director? Over the past several months, a lot of providers for the very first time have had to implement their very first telehealth program. And so we're now seeing to where the UMTRC in the past has had to work with a lot of different providers to teach them about the importance and the benefits of implementing a telehealth program for the first time. Now that we've seen a lot of new organizations at least have implemented a form of telehealth in, a, in some way, shape, or form, I think what we'll see now is that we will be working with a lot of different organizations to be able to see how we can help sustain those telehealth programs long-term. So now that you've created it and it's been established over the course of this pandemic, when the pandemic ends, how do we continue to sustain that 
How do we continue to see what some of the patient utilization looks like after the pandemic ends as well? So I see that the UMTRC in the future, we're going to be working a lot more. How do we continue this momentum that telehealth has received over the past several months? How do we continue to carry that so that more and more specialties are available, more and more different types of services for telehealth is available? And how do we begin to illustrate the impact that telehealth has had? We will start to see a lot more research regarding telehealth over, we have a fantastic case study. The, the biggest amount of sample size we will ever see when it comes to telehealth. And in the upcoming years, we're gonna see a lot of what were some of the results of these different telehealth programs that were rolled out. And so I believe we'll spend a lot of time really you know, filtering through some of that research and results and being able to teach others what the impact of telehealth was after we're able to look back at this period of time where everyone was forced to go to telehealth. And so I do hope to see that in the future and that we're able to help meet that for individuals that have started their telehealth programs and want to continue to sustain them long-term, to be able to provide them those resources, be able to provide them that data that really supports this is why we want to keep telehealth around and why we want to continue to see it grow. Thank you, Cam, for just spending some time with us and allowing us just to get to know you a little better. And also, as I said in the last episode, this will be the last episode in November, and then we are going to be taking the month of December off. And we'll be starting season two the first Friday of January. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm excited to continue to do these with you in the future and see what some of the different guests that we can have come on to the virtual view and continue just to pick their brains. I want to thank you for listening to A Virtual View. I've been your host, Caroline Yoder. You can find more information about today's episode in the show notes below. And if you would like to support our podcast, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Do you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to discuss? If so, contact us at info at umtrc.org or through the form found in the show notes below. Also, I'd like to give a special thanks to Josh Rodriguez and Francis Fitzgerald for scoring our podcast and to our audio editor, Tristan Yoder. Finally, a special thanks to the Health Resources and Services Administration, also known as HRSA. Our podcast series, A Virtual View, is sponsored in part by HRSA's Telehealth Resource Center program, which is under HRSA's Office of the Administrator and the Office. <laughs> Our podcast series, A Virtual View, is sponsored in part by HRSA's Telehealth Resource Center program, which is under HRSA's Office of the Administrator and the Office for the Advancement of Telehealth. The content and conclusions of this podcast are those of Caroline Yoder and our new program director, Cam Hilt of the UMTRC, and should not be construed as the official policy or position of, nor should any endorsements be inferred by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government. Thanks for listening and have a great day.